You're listening to KKSI Presents, brought to you by Kappa Kappa Psi, National Honorary Band Fraternity. Welcome to KKSI Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President for Student Affairs and Fellow Band Nerd. This podcast is designed to fill you in on the latest fraternal news, to connect you with ideals from around the nation, and to add that extra bit of brotherhood to your everyday. Hello, brothers, and welcome back to KKSI Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President of Student Affairs and fellow band nerd. Of course, I could not do all this on my own. I have some amazing help from our national communications team, our student advisory committee, and a special shout out to our editor, Ryan Ryan Smith, Smith. for all of his hard work and dedication to KKSI Presents. So for those of you who are returnal listeners, welcome back, and thank you so much for your support. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to our show, and we really, uh, really appreciate you joining us. This podcast is brought to you by Kappa Kappa Psi, National Honorary Band Fraternity. The purpose of this series is to provide you some insight, some helpful tips, some suggestions, and simply showcase the voices of the Brotherhood in a hopefully entertaining way. So today's guest is joining us all the way from Austin, Texas. I met our guest when I was down there visiting my fraternity big, actually, uh, who then introduced me to this amazing individual. And I'm really excited for you all to hear more. Uh, so let's go ahead and hand over the mic to our guest. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Ali Morales. I am a current active of the Alpha Tau chapter at the University of Texas at Austin. I am currently a fourth year in school. I am a music education major, and my emphasis is in saxophone. Very cool. Well, you know, um, Again, uh, I just wanted to say how amazing it was to meet you uh, that one time, you know, when I was down in, in Austin. Um, and uh, Tiffany told me a little bit about your start in KKSI, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about how you got involved with our fraternity? Yeah. So I was first exposed to Kappa Kappa Psi my freshman year uh, upon my arrival to uh, college and participating in college band. And back in tw- uh, the fall of 2016, uh, when I first arrived at college, uh, the Alpha chapter was not officially co-ed. It was um, socially all men and uh, our chapter of Tau Beta Sigma was all women. And so I admired their service from afar. I didn't really have much interest in becoming a member of Tau Beta Sigma just because I resonated more with the ideals and values, as well as the people of Kappa Kappa Psi. Um, So that was really just my first introduction to it. And then moving along through my college career, I was like, well, you know, it'd be really cool to do, but I had any true interest in pursuing just because of this like social awkwardness. It's like, oh man, I'm going to be the only girl doing KSI when his toes or make anything uncomfortable. But I was approached by my now big and um, currently the vice James. And he was like, hey, are you still interested in joining? And I said, yeah, why? And he's like, well, I think you should talk to our sponsor, Dr. Kelly. Um, Dr. Kelly himself is a very good friend of mine. He's been a great mentor since day one of arriving at UT. And I... I sat down and had a chat with him and he said, well, you know, it's a, I guess at the time it's, it's 2018, you know, we shouldn't be excluding anyone from anything. So, uh, I went to some interest events and I got a bid. I did my MC process and here I am now, uh, a year later, I guess. 
That's awesome. No, that's yeah. really amazing. So are you technically the first female um, brother of Kappa Kappa Psi at uh, Alpha Tau? Uh, yeah, technically I'm one of five. So there were four others oh, in my class. Um, okay. All of us are still active this year. And um, because I am a year older than my class for, I guess, how we usually go through the process, um, we're all still active members. So I'm one of five. Okay. I love that. I love that. So um, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit more about your transition from, you know, when you first started in Kappa Kappa Psi to where you are now with the chapter. Do you have any specific duties or, you know, are you helping out with any committees in any way? Uh, currently, I don't have any official position. Um, I'm not on our EC, but I do help out with a lot of uh, the music learning and rehearsals, both as uh like retaining music as an active member, including our hymn, the fraternity song, and the Eyes of Texas, of course, uh, the alma mater of you. And also teaching the membership candidates so they can uh, have that all set and ready and known true to heart by the time they get uh, get to become active. So. That's awesome. Thank you. So um, considering your, your time in, in KK Psy, um, have you met any interesting brothers, uh, traveled any, uh, you know, unfun places or just any fun stories you could share with us? Uh, yeah, I've met quite a few interesting people. Um, you, one of them, absolutely. Uh, immediately upon becoming associated with such a phenomenal organization, um, I grew significantly, uh, both professionally, socially, um, I've met people through my profession. I'm a music educator. I want to teach band and eventually go on to get further degrees in conducting education, whatnot. And directors everywhere are members of Kappa Kappa Psi. And immediately I have that connection with his very own Dr. Tiffany Galis, as she was a brother at IU. Um, and that's how I met you. And going back even to... Uh, like going back home and just meeting people or I guess talking to people I've known pretty much my whole life in as uh, during their time in college band. And it just creates a whole nother connection on top of so I've had my entire life pretty much. Um, in terms of places, I haven't had the opportunity to travel uh, for the sole purpose of Kappa Kappa Psi. I was unable to attend our district district conference last year uh, due to some scheduling, but I plan on attending this, uh, this upcoming. Um, and generally when we travel for football games, I meet brothers from chapters really all over the nation. In the Awesome. No, that's really, really cool. I, I definitely agree that the, uh, the connection and the, the wide range of individuals you get to meet is one of the cool, really cool things that continually um, amazes me throughout this organization. So I, I definitely can respect that. Uh, so my next question for you is what has been the hardest lesson for you to learn or the hardest project or accomplishment uh, for you as an individual? Oh man, hardest lesson learned. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, definitely something I struggle with, and this can be seen in everything that I do and everyone can vouch for. 
Uh, I love being a part of things and I love, you know, getting my hands dirty, getting involved. Um, and I tend to just like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I did this thing and everyone's like, what? Like, that's so cool. And, um, especially now with everything I'm doing in college, uh, it's been, it's taken time for me to just kind of sit back, sit back and be like, wow, I actually did this thing. And people think that's really cool. Um, and of course I can tie into projects and accomplishments. I feel like I'm doing a new project every, every other week, whether it be arranging a pet band tune, which I'm doing right now, or, um, starting a non-major sax ensemble, which I did a couple of years ago. Um, which is just uh, an ensemble of all saxophonists uh, geared towards people that are not majoring in music on saxophone. So that was something I am very proud of that I'm no longer a part of, sadly, but that's uh, uh, definitely a highlight of my life. Like just talking about it, I feel like I'm bragging too much, but um, right now I'm the drum major of Longhorn Band. That's uh, something that, probably the coolest thing I've ever done, but that's definitely like number one on my list in terms of both difficulty and enjoyment. Um, and I'm, I'm having, I love that. No, that's very, that's, that's awesome. So you, I think you kind of talked about it already, but they like to like really dig into it. What has been your favorite experience or memory so far, um, within your time in the Longhorn band? If I had to give like a cheap, answer I would say the whole thing because every single moment is just so valuable and I love every single second I'm with my big Longhorn family whether it's you know rehearsing in the stadium and or you know learning or getting somebody together on game days but one of my all-time absolute favorite moments uh well I really have two um both were my very first game as a member of the Longhorn Band was the UT versus Notre Dame game in 2016, where it was last touchdown in, in a double overtime. And I've never been so excited in my entire life. The whole stadium nuts. It was a sold out crowd. Uh, and to be a part of that, it was like, wow, this is real. I'm at UT. This is the moment. Um, and a very similar moment was, uh, this past year when the Longhorns had the opportunity to play in the Sugar Bowl against the University of Georgia. Um, and this sort of deal, we played a really good game and we ended up coming out with the win and, uh, getting to celebrate that with everyone in band and imagine has been one of the coolest things to be a part of. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I, uh, you know, talking about football and, and bowl games, I don't have too much experience from, uh, too much experience with coming from Indiana. So I can definitely just appreciate from afar uh, a lot of the band programs and a lot of the chapters that do have that kind of success. So that's very awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about your chapter, Alpha Ta. So is your chapter have some sort of vision or theme this year or you know what are some of uh your goals that you can you can share with us right now the at least through my is to have more community involvement on a musical level um as a chapter we are very successful in 
um, we're constantly working for groups and individuals and helping out with game day and go, go, go. And it's so awesome to be a part of, but we don't do a ton for the musical community around us. And we are definitely striving to have more involvement, um, in that regard. Um, some of my personal goals that align with this, uh, as a music major, obviously like everything I do is influenced by music. I have been aiding the chapter in terms of creating connections between, say, our EC and band directors around the area to see how we can help out, um, as well as musical groups and communities. Um, in, the, in the city of Austin, we are very, very, very fortunate to have a very live music scene, whether it be like live music or dance or theater or whatever. And using my network and abilities, it's been very cool to see how I can bring the two together and create service opportunities for people that need it. Use successful chapter. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I think that's one really cool thing that I appreciate about, um, the Austin community, um, but just really being on your campus for a short time, I could definitely tell just the sense of pride and the sense of diversity you guys had in terms of just the musical culture. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I mean, to me, that's really, really awesome. Um, so let's talk about a little bit more about your band here. Uh, you know, you mentioned that you are the drum major of the Longhorn Band. Uh, talk, tell us a little bit more about that process and you know, how, how has it been but yeah, I'd love to talk about it. Um, so I am the official drum major, the one, the only. Uh, UT is known for only having one, which is exciting, but also a lot of hard work um, for the 2019-2020 school year. Um, and what that means for me is from the outside perspective, I'm essentially the figurehead of the band. I'm, you know, front of the block. I'm the one that waves my arms around at the football games and the uh, I wear the white. I don't wear the orange like everybody else. Uh, burnt orange, excuse me. And uh, have uh, really just sort of situation. Um, internally, I am very much like neck deep in everything. Um, I am responsible for a lot of logistics that go on within the leadership team and getting um, directors down as well as students and leadership team up. Um, one of my largest responsibilities currently is, uh, due to changes we are making in the rehearsal process for Longhorn Band this year, I actually, um, lead a majority of drill learning within the band. Um, so I, from up on the ladder and teaching the drill and running through that, uh, in, in rehearsals, um, which is, Longhorn Band, so it's a really great opportunity, um, both to have a student leader take the initiative, have a student leader take charge and take initiative to move everything forward and have it be from a student leader rather than, rather than a director, which for members of the band have found to be very validating. It's like, oh, one of us is doing this. This is really cool to see this person who is you know, my age or younger or older doing this thing. Um, it's also a really great experience for me as a music educator. Um, personally, college kids are one of the hardest groups to teach uh, with a activity-based 
the premise, oh, I'm doing this for fun. So it can be uh, a challenge at times, but it's definitely worth the payoff. Um, other things I'm responsible for, uh, I go to service events. I am definitely a point of reference for outside sources. We do a lot with our university co-op, uh, as well as um, both UT alum and Longhorn Band alum. So it's a, a pretty tall order, but it's like I said a minute ago, it's hard work, but it's definitely the most rewarding activity I've ever done. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, I just, I remember again, uh, Dr. Gayless, as she is called now, uh, just <laughs> mentioning, <laughs> mentioning, um, just to me about your story. And I, I, to me, I was just like such an amazing story. Um, and just, to kind of hear how you have grown throughout the band and throughout your, yourself as a leader and as a musician. Um, I mean, it's just incredible to see. Uh, and so like, I, for one, am really excited to see more about, you know, what you do more with what you do throughout the season. So I'll definitely be creeping on Facebook. Um, <laughs> so, uh, throughout the, you know, throughout the KK site process, I, I think it's really important that brothers identify at least one or, or some benefits that, uh, some benefits of joining KK side. So my question for you is, you know, how has, um, being a musician or being in band, um, either the Longhorn band or any of your other ensembles, how has it been different now that you are in KKSI compared to when you were not in KKSI? Yeah. So this is something I t actually talk about quite a bit. Um, currently we're doing our interview process with all of our newer members. And a very popular question is, Oh, you know, what's different? Like, why did you do KSI just to, you know, pick our brains and see what it's like from the active perspective. But for me, I tend to be a very hearted person. I, like spending time with myself. I don't really enjoy spending all of my time interacting with people, which seems kind of counterintuitive considering I'm the, one of the largest marching bands in, you know, in the United States, which, you know, whatever. But I, uh, my first two years in band, I was really to myself. I was a music major. I didn't really talk to anyone except for the other music majors. And then maybe a couple people in my section. And, um, my sophomore year was a little better. I, talk my section, you know, I was a little more social and going into my third year, I, um, started the membership candidate process for Kappa Kappa Psi, as well as, uh, because I became a section leader for the saxophone section and immediately my world opened up. I was you know, down with, um, active members and you talk to them and learn about them and who they are as people. And I really learned how to communicate on a one-on-one because everyone's different and, um, you know, doing that 30 times, however many times I did it, it was, uh, to the foundation of this is how you talk to people. This is how you get yourself out there and, um, really make those connections that can last an entire lifetime. That being in terms of my growth for leadership, having that, the transition from section leader and member to drum major a lot easier because I knew how to talk to people and I could welcome the new members properly and say, Hey, welcome to the family. Like you're here. And without the process, I definitely would not have been able to do that at the level I was able to execute. 
Um, in terms of like other music major ensembles or other things I'm a part of, it really gave me a sense of identity in something that I can look towards and say, oh, I did this thing. And the cool thing about being a music major, especially UT, is that in terms of grad students and people that have come from all over, already gone through the college band process, so many of them are in Kappa Kappa Psi. And like I mentioned before, you immediately have that connection. And through the process and now currently as an active member, it gave me like a sense of taking initiative and what, what it's like to be a real leader. And again, how to talk to people and that applies to everything I do, um, whether it's music related or, you know, hanging out with my friends on a week, just being a part of an identity that represents so many That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's extremely powerful. I think that you, I mean, you, you touch on a lot of key points there that I don't, I don't want to say that people struggle with, but people may be maybe insecure or not so confident about. Um, and I definitely think that you, you know, you are talking about things that many people can really connect with that people um, you know, can really identify as well, especially that whole communication aspect, but beyond that communicating to others a little bit more about themselves and about who they are and about their identity. So that, that I mean, yeah, that's just really powerful. Thank you for that. Um, so that's, you know, talking a little bit more about identity and kind of finding ourselves here. Can you tell us a little bit more? I, I believe the correct name of the group is Phi Alpha Beta. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, is, or is, I should say, uh, an organization. It was started in, I believe, 1999. I checked my dates. Um, by a alum of the band, Jimmy Flanagan, uh, for the purpose of providing a safe um, It really just... From my understanding, when I talked to Jimmy uh, around this time last year, it was just an opportunity for um, him and his friends to rely on each other and have uh, a small network of people that I talked to him about this. I was like, well, like, why isn't it around now? Let's bring it back. And so last year, um, me and a group of people took the steps to really just bring it and um, make it a thing again. And, uh, I, let's see, I'm currently not involved in a leadership position anymore. Um, I had to step down just due to my requirement, um, with Longhorn band being drum major and, um, as well as being a fourth year in college, I have a lot of coursework. And so we have a new EC, but they have taken the steps to be an official organization, um, through the lens of UT they're on our Horns Link website and they're doing everything and taking great strides. But the whole purpose then and now is just to provide a safe space for people to be genuinely themselves, um, which is something I value very, very much. And regardless of identity, I think anyone can agree that we should all be celebrated for who we are rather than, um, you know, tear other people down just because of one part 
whatever that may be, gender, race, sexuality, what have you. And although it is geared towards LGBTQ plus individuals, there is no requirement to be any type of identity. It's just a place where people can be who they are and celebrate that um, and have a network of people that will they know will always support them regardless of circumstance. Um, I personally have never had an experience where people I care about, people that are close to me, such as family or friends, um, discriminate me for any part of my identity. But I know many, many people that have been and they haven't had a place to confide in, confide in and have family that they may not be their blood family or people back home um so just a way to give people that and know we love you for who you are thank you for existing genuinely um sort of situation so it's a current officialization as of yesterday september 30th 2019 i think yeah, um, they use Greek letters to describe themselves, but that's uh, just more of a generic way to say, uh, I'll just say it, Phi Alpha Beta, short for fabulous, because um, short, the shorthand is fab, so, you know, it's a, it's a really cool thing that I got to be a part of and bringing back. And I'm really excited to see where the next generation of Longhorn band members takes it. I mean, I, I just, I'm at a loss for words. This is how amazing that is. I mean, again, just uh, to create a safe space for individuals to just be their authentic selves, I think is in itself really powerful, really needed, especially in today's climate of things. And, um, yeah, I think it's just, I, I mean, it just reinforces why band, why music, why Kappa Kappa Psi, you know, what, all that we do is so important because it does create those opportunities for us to create those safe spaces for individuals. So, you know, on behalf of everybody else, thank you for, for doing that. I mean, just so, uh, but, you know, for, for all of our listeners out there, if you're curious about Phi Alpha Beta, please reach out to Allie. I'm sure she would love to talk about about it some more with you. Um, okay, so before I get to my my last my closing question here, my fun question for you. All right, um, let's see. So let's say that you there, you know, your your whoever your rival is, your arch enemy. Um, I don't know if you have one. If not, let's make one up. Um, and you had to pick. <laughs> you had to pick any of the holiday mascots or holiday animals or you know the the resemblances of these holidays like the easter buddy santa uh the the leprechaun whoever who would you pick to to be your your fighting partner to help you out with this uh this this throwdown with your arch enemy Ooh, that's a good question it's a uh... It's funny you immediately say like rival, arch enemy, whatever. And I think of my best friend who's a fresh the University of Houston. He's in the spirit of Houston band. And uh, he was actually just expressing uh, an interest in their chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi. And so I, you know, of course, encouraged him to do it. But 
he's a very skilled individual. So, and he has a very, <laughs> I have a wide set of skills is the thing that comes to mind. But if I had to pick any holiday mascot, ooh, I feel, feel like um, in the spirit of Halloween, I don't know necessarily what you would call him, but like the headless horseman, I guess is the, yeah. Yeah. Someone I think of and he, you know, he wears a jack-o'-lantern on his head. He takes it off and suddenly, you know, no head. Ah, I feel like just due to like skill and brute strength. Also he's a horse. Like, I mean, you can get away from any situation or charge into any situation, but, um, both that and in terms of style i love the all black with the long cape the high collar um he would be my go-to for really any um plus i feel like my arch rival would uh be quite intimidated by the the headless horseman so that is awesome that <laughs> i don't is, know i'm I just in a halloween mood yeah i have not heard that response yet so thank you that's a new one for me um you know if i had to pick one for in the spirit of halloween i don't know it, it would it's kind of a tie between the hocus pocus uh witches or the halloween town witches so mm-hmm. i don't know i'll i'll have to think on that one yes <laughs> um so, Allie, I have already I think asked of, you... Uh, the Hex Girls from Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I've already asked you a lot of questions, Allie, and I just wanted to say I really appreciate your, your uh, willingness to speak on everything so far. Um, so I have one more question for you. Uh, so for those, uh, for those listening to this episode right now, uh, you know, there may be a brother who aspires to be... Um, you know, a chapter leader, um, an organizational leader, or a drum major, uh, or just simply looking for for um, somebody to be, uh, you know, a role model, what piece of advice can you share with our listeners that they can take today and put action towards? Yeah. Um, instead of one piece of advice, I'm going to give four short ones short pieces of advice that really all fit together and kind of form one big picture. But it's a, first of all, be nice to people, be kind, just be, you know, treat everyone with respect. Always be prepared for any given situation. In regards to unexpected situations, just make sure you're always on your game and you're always expecting the unexpected. Always. And I kind of touched on this next one before, but, um, people are more willing to connect to you and appreciate and admire you when you are genuinely who you want to be who you, and share your genuine values and ideals and goals. And the fourth is define your goals. And, and I think a lot about this all the time. Everything I do is formatted in the sense of like goal building. It's like, what are the immediate attainable goals I can do today and how does that build to a bigger goal that's maybe slightly out of reach but if I do these daily things I can get there and then how do those like middle like just out of reach goals contribute to like the large big picture um it's like being drum major um 
and defining the things I concretely have to do every day in my activities, my interaction, my work, my play, um, and really establishing that. So I have a clear idea of how I can achieve what I want to achieve. But yeah. And one big, awesome. those four things form my existence, honestly. <laughs> sure. Sure. I know. I, I love the model approach to that. Uh, you know, generally people will give some sort of overarching, um, piece of advice, but I, I love that you have essentially programmed your advice, um, and your approach to things in a very, systematic way that you're able to measure and you're, you're, you're able to really see the, I guess, the movement on it. So that's really awesome. Um, so Ali, I just, again, wanted to say thank you so much for, for joining us today. Uh, and on, on behalf of our fraternity on the National Council, I just wanted to say we truly appreciate you and admire all that you're doing to promote leadership, to promote KK Psy and, uh, and women in band. Um, and a huge thanks to all of our listeners for joining today as well. Uh, if you like this episode, then you know please share and suggest our podcast series with another brother today, and subscribe um, if you haven't already done so. So uh, you know we we do these we do this not to hear ourselves talk, but to really share meaningful content with all of you. Um, you know, but we also do need your help in finding topics and and help finding brothers like Allie to to be our guests on the show. So if you have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, again, thank you so much, Allie. Thank you all to all of our listeners. Um, it's been great, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, brothers. My name is Bonco, your National Vice President for Student Affairs. And we have a really exciting opportunity for brothers who would like to participate. We are looking for some new jingles and tunes to add to our podcast to enhance, really sprinkle in that musical aspect to KKSI Presents. So these will be pretty short tunes, about 20 to 30 seconds for each file. And if you would like to participate, please submit your audio files to me by sending them to bonco at kkpsi.org. That's B-A-N-G at kkpsi.org. And I know we have some pretty talented and creative brothers out there, so please feel free to send more than one file, but let's not go crazy. Let's try to keep the submissions under five and within that 20 to 30 second mark for each file. And this is also our month of musicianship, so I encourage all brothers to partake in this really exciting and amazing opportunity and to really explore the depths of your musicality to create a short musical representation of your sentiments and memories of KK Psy. So let's go over the steps again. One, create a 20 to 30 second tune or multiple tunes. Two, send the audio files to me at bonco at kkpsi.org and make sure to include your name, your academic year, your school name, and your chapter within that email. So pretty simple, right? If you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out. And a quick shout out to our podcast editor, Ryan Smith, for this fantastic idea. Brothers, we look forward to hearing what you come up with. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. I am incredibly lucky to have the opportunity to create these episodes. Of course, I could not do all this without our editor, Ryan Smith. And I also have the help of our communications team and the student advisory committee. Please help us by subscribing to this channel and sharing this content with your chapter. Until next time, AEA, and I wish you all much love.